Straight Talk Uncut. Let me adjust my microphone here. What's going on, everybody? It's Tellers here, back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on July 13, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this. Who questions much shall learn much and retain much. Again, who questions much should learn much and retain much. And that's by Francis Bacon. So I could have I could have uh, used this quote uh, a few days back, actually last week, uh, about questioning things or or you know better yet asking the obvious questions like even even questions you may know or think you know the answers to uh if there's uh, uh, uh like any minute amount of doubt or credibility just just ask the question why not a lot of times it's because I know I was raised when the way I was raised you didn't ask questions you you just didn't ask questions of adults period and so that sticks with you and even um, you know in military you didn't you didn't really ask questions and even like even in, in settings to where you should be allowed to ask questions it seemed like when you did you you know it was like what what are you what are you doing you don't ask questions like even in in the educational settings i remember in in uh college asking questions like the professor would get annoyed i'm like well what the that's what you're supposed to you're here to answer questions um so that's one thing even 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 if i get annoyed that's one thing i allow my kids to do is ask questions and and my youngest she she the, the, she doesn't hesitate to ask questions. Out of all of my kids, she's the one. Like even even when my older, my uh, middle and my oldest were her age, they didn't ask questions like she does. She asks questions, like detailed questions, and it's and it's because she really wants to know the answers to, to them, and and she retains them. Um, and I and I always, even if and if I don't know the answer, I tell her to. Do, do her Googles, like go to the Google. Um, but uh, a week ago, you know, I've been I've been buying up some camera, some old uh, vintage film cameras for a project I want to do, and the, and the project stems from like uh, YouTube videos and stuff of people reviewing these old cameras, but they never show the, the like they never show a body of work from from the from the camera like it's like they just i mean you know i get that i get people collect cameras even even uh new cameras even like new gear you know people get get that you know they want to just buy up the newest latest gear and with film cameras they they just want to get the unique rare cameras and you know i get that um I've, and i've talked about that before some people like the gear and the gadgetry and i i'm one of them i like the gear and the gadgetry but i i like functionality as well i i, I would take functionality 
over gear acquisition and, and uh, the aesthetics of vintage camera any day. If, 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 if like, matter of fact, let me tell you a story. So I bought a camera online off eBay. Uh, it was a, a camera that I've been looking for for a while. I've been looking for a few different cameras um, at, at a certain price point, and I came across one of them, and it's the uh, uh, the Kodak Retina Reflex, not the not the regular, not the Retina, but the Retina Reflex Four. So Kodak has a few different uh, cameras under with the model name Retina. They have some some bellow style. They have like some hard bodies. Then they have some um, the, you know the reflex models, like single lens uh, reflex. Um, and so I came across a Reflex Four, a Retina Reflex Four, and and it, it was one I had been watching, and I was like, it, it was a buy. When I when I buy cameras from eBay, I always my my I first go I first you know filter for the best offers, like you know buy it now best offer. And so I, I came across this this uh, this one, and um, and I could tell from the pictures, even though it was in the case, that that the you know the leather on it maybe, you know, you know messed up. But like I said, I, I take functionality functionality of aesthetics in today. Like if a camera is ugly as sin, but it works, like works everything works on it. I don't I don't care if it's ugly. I you know, I don't care. Uh, so the listing said. Shutter works, glass is clean, um, you know, camera's functional. And I was like, all right, so I made an offer on it. And he came back with a counter, and then I came back with my final offer. And then it was like, cool. And, and, and mind you, I didn't, and the, the, the guy had a hundred, or whoever was selling it, had a hundred percent rating, no negative feedback whatsoever. Um, they had sold, uh, you know, at least over a hundred sales, and these are things I, I look for because I've been I've been on eBay since, you like you know like, day like day one, if not day one, like first year, you know I've been I've been using eBay even when it was like, you you weren't really sure about it, so you just buy some cheap to see what happened, and um, so you know I have I have a system down. Of of how I buy stuff on eBay for different different things depending on what it is, you know what I mean? Like I, my my Canon Pixma Pro 10, I bought off eBay, no problem. I mean the the thing is brand like no not one problem at all with that with that thing. As I've had with like 99.9 percent .9 of the things I've purchased on eBay, that's that's been the thing. Matter of fact. This has been the first, I think my wife may have, cause we share an account, my wife may have had some some things that she got refunds or partial refunds on, but um, I, I've never asked for a refund on anything. I've never had to return anything ever. Uh, and, and vice, you know, vice versa, like no nobody's ever asked me for a refund or, uh, actually no. There was a spawn. There was a spawn figurine, or a spawn action figure I sold, um, and the guy ended up buying two, and he got a better price on, on on the one, 
And so he, he wanted to return. And he was honest about it. He wanted to return mine. I was like, cool. Because I really didn't want to get, I really didn't want to sell it anyway. It was, it was like, it was a it was a real rare figure, but it was at the time I was getting rid of all my spawn except for the, the last the collection that I kept. So I was like, cool, you know. I ended up reselling it, actually reselling it for more than what he paid for it, cause it, it was a rare one. But anyway, so so I bought the Kedna, the the, the uh, Kodak the Retina Reflex Four. I bought it, and uh, you know I got it, got it in the mail, and I got it at the time. I'm, I'm doing some some home improvements on. Uh, actually, this is not a home improvement; it's a repair. I'm doing a repair on on one of our spare bedrooms, and. And so I grabbed it on my way to, to the hardware store. I grabbed it out of the mailbox. And I pulled up to the parking lot of the uh, of the, uh, the the hardware store and I you know I cut it open just because I, I just wanted to see. I just wanted to get it open and take a look at it. Cause I knew it'd probably be a while before I got to shoot with it. You know, I got I got relatives coming in town, so I've been, you know, working on stuff. So I first get it open and then like with these old cameras and those of you that that, that are you know that's, that buys old cameras you know that there's a especially when they come with like the leather case you know that the the the, the little clamshell type case they come with you know there's always like this smell it's like a leather leather old like kind of like a musty smell but it's just a smell you're used to it's just old camera smell <laughs> you know it, was, it smells vintage so it had that smell but it had another like actually reminded me of uh my every time we go on vacation you know anywhere there's a beach we we get we collect shells you know we, we go on the beach and my daughters collect shells and we bring them back in these like ziploc bags right so it reminds me of the smell when you open up these Ziploc bags of shells, of seashells, that's that's what it smelled like. That's you know that that was the smell. So it smelled like you know seawater or something like that. It had that smell. So I take the camera out, and um, you know it look it looked exactly like the the pictures did on online, and um. So I, I always take the cover off, the case off. You know, they, they, you know, I unscrew it from the bottom and then take the case off so I can get a look at it, the entire camera. And the the, the leatherette was, it was pretty much, it was just unusable. Like you couldn't even hold it because it had, it felt grimy. You know what I mean? Like it felt like brittle, brittle leather. Like it had even been sitting in the sun or it got wet and then dried in the sun. Like. It was just brittle, and I could I could barely stand holding it. So I was like, "Well, what the? There was nothing about that in the listing, you know." So I looked through the viewfinder. Now, actually, no, I, I cocked the sh I, I, I cocked the shutter, and the the cocking mechanism mechanism worked. You know, it returned back, and then I clicked the shutter. And I was like, either this is the, you know, most quiet shit, shit, the quietest shutter in the world, or something's not right. So I did a couple of times. And mind you, I'm, I'm sitting in, the, in, the, in my truck in the parking lot of the hardware store. So I'm cocking the shutter, snapping, you know, that's one of the things I always do. And I check the different uh, apertures. And as far as I can see, 
the blades weren't opening you know um, um, so I, I put it in bulb mode to see if I can just get it to hold open it's just some just some general tests you normally do just to see if the shutters are working and then try to see if you can gauge are the speeds working at the different um, you know uh, is the shutter working at the different speeds and and uh, as far as I can tell nothing like I, I was cocking the cocking the shutter and nothing and, and you know uh, I'm like, what's what's going on? So, so I put it back in the box, and you know, went and got what I need to get from hardware store, and said, okay, I'll check it out later. Because I know sometimes on these old cameras, like if you're not careful, you can mess up something if you do stuff in the wrong order. You know, if you if you try to adjust the ISO without cocking the shutter, if you do, you know, it's like these weird little things that. You know, for some reason, if you if you do them if you do them the way you you think they should work, like most cameras work, like modern cameras work, but no, sometimes on these old cameras it's not like that. So I was thinking maybe maybe that's it. Maybe there's just something I'm not doing right, some button I'm not pressing in order to release the the shutter. So so later at night I got I got a chance to start messing around with it, and then I actually found the manual online. Uh, and I, I got to give props to this 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 website. Um, I can't I can't even remember the name of it, but it's Butt or something. I I I have to I have to um, either post the link up or or uh, remember to find the link and, and you know mention it in in my next podcast because I've I've downloaded so many manuals from that from that website. But uh, it's an awesome resource. But so I looked through the manual, and and as far as I can tell, the manual I was doing everything right. So I went on YouTube to try to find a video about the camera, and, and the closest thing I can get was uh, I found one on the Reflex, the um, the Retina Reflex Three, which is pretty similar. Um, you know, as far as I can tell, it's pretty similar. And then I already noticed that you know he did the guy, and it was one of those videos to where they don't talk. You know they just operating the camera and i usually hate those videos because it's like man just tell me what you're doing but it was the only one so i had to i had to watch it um but i i i now i i appreciate those videos <laughs> you know the ones that don't talk but uh so he you know he was operating the camera and i was just kind of going along with them and um you know, once he got to, you know, take it off the lens, I took off the lens and I'm going to get to that. You know, when I took off the lens, I noticed that on the mirror, there was this like fungus, like on one side of the mirror, it's just like this. I, I can't even explain what it was uh, because it, it looked almost like candle wax, but I want to say it's just fungus. You know what I mean? Like. It was just fungus. So I was like, ooh, gross. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So that's, that's, you know, that's one thing. And then, so I, I took, you know, I uh, worked the aperture blades on the, on the uh, lens. And it, it's a leaf shutter. So, so um, you know, I, I was messing around with the, uh, uh, the, I mean, actually, no, it's, it's the, the way the lens comes off on those uh retina reflexes is like it's weird it's, it's like the front portion come off but it still looks like it's almost it, it looks like you're taking off 
an extender instead of instead of a lens. You know, it, 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 you know these old cameras are kind of quirky like that. Like they're still, it's still like the um, shutter mechanism that's still you know still attached. So you take off the lens, and then you see the blades are, are pretty much like right there. So I work the blades, and the blades, the aperture blades seems seems fine. And so I I cock the you know while the lens is off, I cock the shutter just just to see if the mirror is going up and down and if the 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 uh what is it called capping plate or like the what is it called the uh you know the capping plate the 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 thing behind the mirror <laughs> so that that was coming down but when i released when the when the 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 uh crank arm goes back the mirror it didn't flap out it didn't go back up into the normal position to you know where it was supposed to be where it was supposed to go it was like at like a, it was like halfway so there was no way that light would get through to get to the film like when you press the shutter first of all when i pressed the shutter nothing happened but there was no way for um you know, when you press the shutter, the mirror didn't go up for light to come in, but it didn't, it wasn't going into the right spot. It wasn't going into the right place. It was just like, it was like opening halfway. So I didn't, you know, so I'm like, is this the, you know, is, is, does everything happen after I release the shutter? But nothing was happening when I released the shutter. So, you know, so I, I, you know, I looked it up again and tried to see if I could find some more resources. And 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 you know, I, I just came to the conclusion that nah, it's, it's shit's broken. And also, I looked through the lens, and there was there was fungus and shit all in the lens, all in the viewfinder. I mean, the camera wasn't at all how it was advertised. I mean, it was the exact opposite. You know, the the listing said um, clean glass shutter works you know all that and it was the exact opposite so long story short um what i what i sh what i should have done was still ask ask those questions like but that i mean there was nothing no reason for me to ask the questions other other than just being thorough you know what i mean like because normally if if the rating if the guy had like a less than 100% rating I would have asked the obvious questions or even if he was unsure about something I would have asked the question but there was there was nothing left stating unsure he's like yeah uh, shutter works clean glass all that you know what I mean so so that was my bad for not asking the obvious questions I should have just said hey are you sure the glass is clean or is the viewfinder clean does the shutter work at all speeds blah 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 and that's, this is something I normally normally do when I see like red flags, but I didn't see any red flags. Uh, I should have asked him anyway. So anyway, I, I sent the email, and what I did was took his listing, and line by line, all the stuff he said was good on his camera. I took pictures showing otherwise. So you know when you do when you request a refund, you can upload like ten pictures. So I uploaded eight, and um. You know, showed them like, yeah, you said this, but 
No, this this is this is the facts right here. Here's the pictures. You said this, you said this work. No, it doesn't. Here's the facts. Here's here's the picture showing that the the mirror is not returning to the right position. Blah blah blah. Anyway, I got a refund and um he didn't even want the camera back. You know, it was like keep the camera. So I'm like well, obviously you if somebody said that, you know, if somebody's saying keep the camera, they know it's fucking junk. So I'm like, why waste somebody's time? Like, what? He he thought I was going to get it, and and I, you know, I I don't, I don't get. It. I don't understand. Like, obviously, if if I'm buying a camera, you would assume that the person, like, if you buying the camera in that's that's listed in working condition, you assume to receive a working camera. It's not like I bought a camera for parts. I bought it in working condition, right? So if I receive it in anything less than working condition, you you think I'm not going to like want a refund or something? I I don't I don't understand what was his whole what was the point of of selling that camera like that? You could have sold it at for parts or display or something. So why sell it at? I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't understand. You know, you got a hundred percent rating. You seem, you know, to be doing things right. That it just baffled me. That baffled me more than anything. You know, like, because obviously you weren't surprised if you told me to keep the camera. You weren't surprised that the fucking thing didn't work. So I'm wondering if there's more. There was more than one person using that account, and they really and, and somebody. Um, you know, cause some a lot of time you have like a pawn shop with an account, or and then the you know the person that's listing is different from the person that's actually the expert on the on the merchandise being sold, stuff like that. So I'm wondering if that was the case in the person that's uh, that's that should be checking out the cameras is not the person that listed that camera, and they would have probably listed it differently. And then when I submitted for that refund. The person who is the expert on the camera was like, nah, man, you shouldn't have sold that camera like that. That camera fucking wasn't work. I didn't have time to clean it up or something like that. I mean, I'm just trying to get the benefit of the doubt. Anyway, the, the point is, learning lesson for me, ask the obvious questions. Because especially if you, with these old vintage cameras, man, there's a lot of things that are different. You know, when you're going back to these 50s and earlier cameras there's a lot of things that um could be wrong or a lot of times you can get a deal on the camera because they think it's broken and it's not you know they think it's broken but it, it, it could be somebody who's you know who who inherited the camera from like uh in the state like some someone in their family died and they inherited these cameras they don't know anything about them they just know a camera has a sh uh, shutter release and they click it, and it, it may not it may not work, but they may not have done something. So they sell it like at a, you know, they just want to get rid of it. And then, you know, you see it, you you like, oh, I know what's wrong. And then you buy, it and you know, it's a good deal. But then on the other hand, it could be somebody can can be cranking the arm and think, oh, well, that means it works. And then. Um, no, it do, it, do, it doesn't work. That you just cranked the arm, you didn't you didn't um, you didn't press the shutter, 
And I'm thinking that may be what the guy was getting confused, the shuttle with the the crank arm. Um, so yeah, ask the obvious questions. Another thing I noticed on old camera is a lot of times people, when they are listing on these sites, they list the lens. They think the lens is the name of the camera. You know what I mean? Like you'll see like, you'll see lens, lens names as the model or sh the shutter name as the model. And I'm like, nah, that's not the model of the camera. And it can be a good deal. It, it can be a good camera, uh, but they they don't know. They listed the sh they listed the lens or the shutter, but it can be a really rare camera. You know what I mean? So, um, so you know, you you do have to ask the questions. It's, it's always a gamble. You got to ask the questions, especially if, if you're not face to face with these cameras. And if if I had the time, I would I would go to these these uh, thrift stores and you know buy cameras like that so I could check them out. But a lot I, I don't I don't have the time to do that. So I buy I, a lot of them. I buy online Craigslist, eBay. Um, you know, uh, uh, I, I haven't bought anything from forums yet. You know, I know a lot of, I, I've looked on forums, but you know, a lot of times when a photographer selling the camera, <laughs> the, the price is not gonna be the same as somebody who came across a box of his great granddad's cameras that he's trying to get rid of. It's totally different, you know, from somebody who knows the value. And then on top of that, you got some kind of sentimental value attached to it. And then you trying to, you know they're trying to make a profit from it so they can you know use it to buy some more gear it's gonna be totally different from a guy who's just trying to clean out the closet so um so yeah it was a learning experience for me uh i learned some things well I, you know i learned something um now i got this 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 brick of a camera this i mean uh, good camera, but it's, when it works, it doesn't work though. This uh, it not only doesn't work, man, it would take a lot to clean up this camera. It would take a lot to get this camera in working order. So, um, so yeah, I do have three cameras coming in this week though that I bought online. Um, let me see what it, I can't remember. <laughs> That's terrible. I can't remember I can't remember what I bought. But uh <laughs> I can't I um, I just drew a blank. I can't even remember what I bought. But I've been looking for some some range find I mean not range find, but I've been looking for some medium formats and some twin lens reflex. Um so that's that's what I'm on the search for to uh I, I'm not sure if I'm gonna add a, a Polaroid type camera to my project simply because the damn film you know the polaroid film the impossible project film is is you know to me is expensive uh but i am looking to buy a book roll for, you know for 35 millimeter i'm looking to start book rolling uh my own film because i i looked at the prices you know i heard on a podcast how much money you save like half and when i heard that i was like well maybe i should look into this and then i i found the same film that i'm shooting which is the um Kentmore in the uh what is it artista arista or the the educational film like the cheap film i i uh i priced it out 
uh, I can get a hundred foot roll for like under 40 bucks. And I, and I think that's equivalent to like um, 18 rolls of 36 exposure, is that right? But what I plan to do is to, so, so I can, so I can, you know, go through rolls quicker, is to just roll on a 35 millimeter roll, like 20, like no more than 24 exposure or even less. But I know you get the ben the biggest benefit from doing 36, 36 exposures because, I, you know, I think every time you roll, you, you roll a roll of film, you lose some, you know, due to the lead and um, the part that's going to be uh, light leaked, you know, from, from when you from when you open the container, the, the little part that's outside of the gate. Just from just from what I, you know, I have no idea. But I think I think that's why the the less time, the less often you roll, meaning the more you put on a roll, the more you save. You know, so the the, the more yeah, the more shocked you get because you always lose every time you roll. You lose. I can't even remember how many exposures. But um, but yeah, man. I, I mean, thirty six roll, thirty six exposures. If I'm if I'm going through, uh, you know, I, I could actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, that they could. But the only thing about that, though, the, the reason why I'm hesitant on 36 rolls because that means it'll take me a whole 36 exposures before I can figure out about the camera or not. You know, because the first part of shooting with these old cameras, testing them, make sure everything worked. There's no light leaks. So I don't want to. I don't want to go through a whole 36 roll and find that out. Maybe I do stick to 24. Um, yeah, cause my plan is to over a year's time. Um, you know, I'm not sure if I want to. If I want to do a a week with, you know, shoot exclusively exclusively with one camera for a week. A month, whatever. You know, I, I don't know how I want to quite do it yet. Um, so, so that you know, that has a lot to do with it too. You know, if I'm just shooting at home in the in the, in the studio, that's one thing. But if I'm going out on the street shooting, uh, that's another thing. So, anyway, I think that's it. I think that's all I have for this episode. Uh, hit me up, tell us at straighttalkuncut.com if you got any questions, comments. Um, iTunes, you know, leave leave reviews, whatever, all that good stuff. Um, you know, just send me some some feedback. I, I know, you know, you hear road noise. You know, don't send any feedback about the audio quality, uh, the outside noise and stuff like that. I look, I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know about that. That's that's you know, that's just how I decided to roll with it. So. Anyway, that's it for this edition of Straight Talk Uncut. Like I always say, I don't know a lot, but what I do know, I talk straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.